0: Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Here's your host, Stacy Jones.
1: Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacy Jones, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today. And I want to give a very warm welcome to Armando Leduc. Armando is the founder and CEO of Leduc Entertainment, a full-service social media marketing agency that excels in helping businesses generate leads, add clients, and increase revenue. With over two decades of experience in the television and film industry, Armando is an expert in creating captivating content that sets businesses apart as industry leaders. Beyond his entrepreneurship, he brings a wealth of experience from the theater world, earning him critical acclaim, prestigious awards, and well-deserved recognition for his remarkable contributions to both the stage and screen. Armando's success stories are a testament to his skills and innovative strategies. He's transformed businesses, helping them grow from 150,000 a year to 600,000 in just six months, while also propelling startups from zero to a remarkable 100,000 per month in just nine months. His unique approach and creativity have earned him well recognition as an award-winning entertainer and filmmaker. Today, Armando and I are gonna be chatting about social media strategies to take for driving profitable growth and improving customer experiences. We'll learn what works from Armando's perspective what should be avoided, and how some businesses and individuals just miss the mark. Mondo, welcome. So happy to have you here today.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here.
1: Yes. And so I talked about, you have a theater background, a film, TV, all of this. What got you to here today? How are you now on this social media guru helping brands?
0: So I have a chemical imbalance, I believe. Um, my, my wife would say so. Um... <laughs> I don't know. the the It's just how my brain works. I've got a lot of things going on. Um, good thing is that I've been able to surround myself with people that can implement all of the visions that I have in my head. And I think that that's what's been the uh, secret to my success.
1: And so what made you decide to get into social media marketing from all the different things that you've done? I mean, obviously, content creation has been a key core to who you are and, and- what you've done, but how did that parlay over?
0: So I got involved with a friend of mine from high school. He had a, a uh, he has a personal injury firm in Atlanta called Bader Scott, super successful, right? Um, Eight-figure firm. And during COVID, he wanted to get into consulting. And so he started a company called Eight-Figure Firm, where he was teaching other attorneys how to scale their businesses to eight figures. Um, and so I just kind of... Um, He called me, said, "Hey, I want you to come out and I want to you to shoot some content for my business, like, but a lot of it." And at the time, I had only done like maybe one-offs, like commercials and things like that. But I hadn't really thought about like a volume of content, you know, creating. And so I learned, uh, failed a lot, uh, got overwhelmed, and um, but in that process, learned how to like really crank out a volume of content for companies like anywhere from like 50 to 100 pieces of content a month um for one for one um for one client and we just saw how this approach was just growing businesses um like 10x like fast i mean we saw this nonprofit attorney go from 700k a year to 2.4 million in 6 months right using some of these strategies and I was like man this is success leaves clues. Right. And, uh, Lewis was like, Hey, you can also have a million dollar business. And I said, how? And he said, well, you can pay me $2,500 a month and I can teach you. (laughs) And so I was like, Oh, that's how
1: he has a million dollar
0: business. That's right. And that's how he has a million dollar business. Um, but you know, I, it was obviously more than I was paying for my house at the time. And, um, it was just one of those scary things that, I think every entrepreneur needs to do is, is is to step out of their comfort zone in order to grow, and I did. I you know I made I made some like financial uh, just risks, and they paid off, thank God. And I learned how to scale my business with content marketing, and I'll tell you, when we became a product of our own company. That's when things really started to, to work for us. And we, you know, we made sure that we were posting every day across all platforms, you know, building authority, credibility, what trust. What do you mean that.
1: by that when you became a product of your own company?
0: So we so we took on Leduc Entertainment as a client where we were, you know, treated us as a, as a business, right? We shot every month, we batch created the content. And so everything that we do, is what we sell to our clients, which is great. You know, as as a marketing company, I think marketing companies don't necessarily walk the walk. They, they, you know, they tell you what you need to be doing with your business. And if you ask them, oh, well, are these things that you're doing for your business? And they're like, well, no, not really because we, you know, and then the excuses start, right? And I go, well, I didn't want to do that, right? I wanted to be able to sell from conviction. I wanted to be able to sell from our own experience. And we saw how we went from like $69,000 a year in revenue. And this was consistent since 2012, right? Like anywhere from like 40 to 50K a year in revenue to our highest year was like 70, 70K. 70 We went to half a million dollars in a year, like fast, you know? And then we hit seven figures the year after. And then we've just been doubling um, every year since. And and just really with this uh, sort of organic social media content, um, and it's just us, you know, building value, entertaining, educating, and um, and 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 just building value, just answering questions.
1: And then, so you did exactly what the cobbler did not do you paid attention to the holes in your shoes and you repaired them and you set yourself up to have the best shoes in the world so you could actually shine and show you by lead by example. A lot of companies don't do that.
0: I don't know why that is, but no, I'll tell you, I know know why.
1: Because of the cobbler's problem. (laughs) It's really hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely difficult. You gotta, you know, a lot of times, and, and I have to still train my staff to treat Leduc Entertainment like it's a client you know and that's but it's just one of those things that you have to continue to do to make sure that you that that you don't treat it like it's a side project it's got to be priority
1: we have the same thing with hollywood branded so i started our blog in 2012 and then you know we have over 1700 1800 blogs written now then we started the podcast um i think 6 years ago and we have over 380 episodes of that and Anytime I took my eye off, like I have been very diligent. Like Hollywood Branded is a client. Our social media is a client. Our blog is a client. Our podcast is a client because it's our recipe of how we actually do something on a continuous basis of marketing the agency. And that's what you're doing as well. And, you know, our services don't include blogs and podcasts, but. They do include influencer marketing, product placement, and celebrity endorsements. And we're able to write about that and share about that and build an inbound system and our own marketing machine. And it's the same thing that you have done because it allows people to learn from what you have to teach.
0: Thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, I think it's scary to put yourself out there. You know, especially like when it comes to video. And I think that that's a, a real barrier to entry for for just people in general when they're thinking about, oh, content marketing, I have to be on social media. Do I have to be there? Do I have to dance because it's TikTok? And, you know, and so they get all in their heads about it. And then they may start, right? Because they, they get that motivation. They're like, all right, I'm going to do it now. And they do it and it's not as good as they thought it was gonna be, right? And so, because they're not giving themselves grace and they're not giving themselves enough time, you know, consistency over time, then they stop because they're like, oh, this, if this is what it's gonna be like every time, I'm not gonna put myself through that torture, right? Right. And so they stop, Um, but if you can just stick it out, you know, and I have a, um, part of our customer journey is is showing our, our clients, what it looks like before and after. Right. And we have like a whole video of just like before and afters of our, our current clients from like their first shoot to like six months down the road. And I was like, this is going to be you. I promise you will hit that epiphany. You will hit that stage. And then it'll just all make sense to you, you know? So stay on it, stay with it. Hold sure. on one. Second. This is going to drive me crazy. like this whistling sound from the uh from the AC
1: I know what you're talking about I don't have it going on right now but ours does another lovely sound on occasion
0: Yeah And that I can like All right continue
1: Okay so when you're working with a client for the first time how do you launch that partnership how do you get it going how do you figure out what the right social media strategy is for them
0: So we start with the offer right like what is the offer what is it that we're trying to create and and here's how i try to work like what does 5 years 10 years down the road look like right and and down the road for me looks like a book speaking engagements pr getting invited to podcasts for me, right? Like that's what I think everybody should work towards. Not everybody's going to get there, but at least if we're working towards that, then we're on the right track. So I go, okay, what is the book? If you were gonna write the book on something, what would it be? And so we'll start with that, you know? And then we'll go, okay, if we're writing this book, then these are sort of the table of contents. These are your content pillars for, for, for what you're trying to create. Because guess what? After the end of six months or a year, you can take all of this content and i've done this for clients take all of the content send it to a uh, send it to a writer and the writer can write a book for you you know based on all of your content so so now what we do is from the very very beginning we go okay what's the brand what's the offer what's the book what is the keynote what's the online course what does that look like right and then we start creating content that funnels everybody towards the offer Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I don't care if they're a personal injury attorney or a family law attorney, like if you're going to write the book, what is it about? Right. And it's because none of these ideas are are, are necessarily original (laughs) anymore. It's just they're, they're what, what makes them different is the person's lens, right? It's a person's experience. And that's what, that's what we're trying to capture. So that's the first step is like, let's let's see the world through that person's lens what's their perspective what's their opinion and when they're creating content it should always be through that lens right to stay consistent so that's first step
1: and what's the second step
0: second step is execution and consistency it's just setting it up and like understanding that every month it's the same Don't worry about it. People are, they say it takes what, 17 touches for a prospect to become a client. So you gotta hit them with the same information and they go, Armando, didn't we just cover this last month? And be like, yeah, we're gonna cover it again, just this way, or say it, you know, this way, or say it in this environment, you know, because you might be living at 24 seven, but somebody that is consuming the content may only get it for, for three seconds.
1: Right. They're just dipping in, dipping out and you're not top of mind for them. So when you're sitting here going, oh my God, we just say the same thing over and over and over again, as long as it looks different and it's written a little differently and it's still getting the same message and you're not just simply posting the exact same social content over and over and over and over again, you have a system in place.
0: Yep. And you just got to work the system. Implementation is tied to growth in your business.
1: So what are some of the things that you see people do wrong with social media?
0: I think, I think people ask a lot. Like, I think there, there's a lot of call to action and not enough value build Mm -hmm. or, you know, or just posting to post some infographics or whatever. It's just like, Mm -hmm. what, what's the point? There's, There's no engagement on this post. Sure. You're posting, but why? Like it's almost, counterintuitive is like, just don't worry about it. (laughs) At that point, you know, if you're not building value, if you're not educating, if you're not, um, showing yourself as the authority, then in my opinion, what's the point of posting? Like then, then don't do it. Uh, so that's, I would say that those are some of the big mistakes that I see. Um, and then just treating it as, as an afterthought, treating, treating it like it's something that, you know, you have to do, but, you know, I'm going to put my intern on it. Hey, can you, can you guys uh, handle our social media? You know, but if you really like prioritize it and and really focus on it, it is a game changing tool.
1: How can you make it be that game changer? Like what is that recipe where I know you have drilled people from, you know, making pennies a month into making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or more, but what is that secret magic sauce besides, you know, having systems in place, besides making sure that you duplicate content and and do it on and post on a regular basis. What is that secret sauce?
0: I like to call it content into clients. Um, I created an online course for it. I'm finishing the book on it. But it's just, it's our step, it's our five-step process on how we create content um, from from actually the Hollywood production, right? Like so I've been doing television and film for for years now, you know, worked on some huge projects. And I just sort of took notes and was like, okay, what is what seems to be the same thing that is running through this 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 entire like system, and it is a system, it's a formula, right? Otherwise, if everybody had to reinvent it and improvise every single time, like it would it would waste so much time. They, they, Everybody knows what their job is. And so that's why a lot of these production companies stay with the same people because it's just like, okay, we're gonna take this, this same template, the same formula and infuse it into this movie and then infuse it into this movie and infuse. So the template is there. And so what we did is we just took that template and we put it on sort of a micro level, right? So we're so your your channel is is a network television show, and so we're we're looking at it: is it Spike TV? Is it Oprah? Is it Oxygen Network? Is it Hallmark? Is it Sci-Fi? You know what is it? Why are people going to come to your to your platform? And what what, what information are they going to get? That's the development phase. So we'll figure that all in the development phase. Then from there we'll go into pre-production. And a pre-production is all of your topic extraction. What are people looking at? And I'll I'll some of the things that we do are like top 10 lists, which are really um super powerful. So we'll go, you know, top 10 restaurants in New Orleans, um, top 10 um uh, and, and I I usually do referral partners. So I'll go top 10, you know, web uh, digital marketing companies in Louisiana, top 10 digital marketing companies in Miami, everywhere where I work, right? Everywhere where I have clients. And so I get to tag those people. They share it. They follow me back. Now I'm shouting them out. So that's a really quick, easy way to start increasing engagement and start creating um, strategic partners with some referral partners. Um, So we'll do top 10s. We'll do reaction videos. We'll do trending reels. Obviously, Q and A, um, podcast uh, type stuff. We do a um, history of in your niche. So we do. We have a client in New York that's a family law attorney, and so we'll take fun uh, divorce stories, and we'll have her tell the story. So, for instance, a guy um, had his kidney removed and gave it to his wife cause she needed a kidney. She cheated on him and then they wanted to get divorced. Um, uh, and Did he she asked have to
1: give anything. the kidney back.
0: Well, he wanted the kidney back in the divorce and, 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 and they were like, no,
1: and so, the court said, no, they can't yeah. do that.
0: Correct. So, so, so we had got to do that. He literally
1: wanted to kill her.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so he got the money. So, so she told a story. And so we do stories like that, which I think have have been, uh, they they do really well on social media, social media, like story wise do really, really well. Like I, I, I always recommend if you can tell me a fact and then infuse a story as to why it happens that way. I think that that's, I think that that's the way to go. And so we'll do the pre-production, figure out what it is that we're going to shoot on that one day a month. Because everybody can, everybody can get prepped for one day a month, right? I think a lot of, and this goes into uh, some of the mistakes people make, they think that they can be consistent if they're doing it every day. And I don't necessarily think that that's true, right? Because like, what if you get sick or maybe you don't have the time? But if you batch create the content on one day a month, then you can record it all, edit it, and then you'll have these videos in the bank. Right, And so then you can distribute this content um, a lot easier because you'll have a tool like Asana or or monday.com and you can put all of the topics in there with the videos. And when it's the day to post, boop, 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 super easy and it takes 10 minutes to post on all platforms. Okay.
1: And so once you've done that and you've created all of the content, would you keep this and would you repost the same content later on again?
0: I will, I will. if three months or four months down the line, there's some videos that do really well, I'll post those. But the magic, here's the magic of creating content on a monthly basis, is that you learn about you, right? Like you get better at the messaging, you get more confident because you're living and walking the walk. And and I didn't really understand, it was an epiphany I had the other day because it was like, wow, if I'm a personal trainer, and I'm putting myself out there as a personal trainer, well, then I better stay fit. I better stay, you know, eating well and and doing the right things because I'm putting myself out there on a consistent basis. And because people see that consistency, they're going to remember you as that person, right? So it, it reinforces the authority when you create content on a monthly basis that's new and it's fresh. And it also makes, it also lets me know that you care about your business. Right, because you're like, okay, you care about you, you care about how how you're how you're being presented, so it also subconsciously tells me that if I was your client, you would also be treating me like that, and so I think that um, along with getting referrals and return on investment and leads and all of that good stuff that happens if you uh, post consistently, the side effects of what will do for you personally are uh, I, are priceless just priceless
1: right and so this is a great time to share if someone wanted to actually find you Armando they wanted to get in touch with you I'm assuming you have maybe a little bit of a digital presence a social presence you know something like that but can you help lead our listeners to you
0: super super easy I mean there's if you number one if you google my name Armando LeDuc, you'll immediately like I'm on I'm on the th- four pages of Google. So everywhere from like the movies that I've done, obviously my website, obviously my social handles, um, and they can, you know, leducentertainment.com armandaleduc.com. They all go to the same, um, website and you can just hit me up there. and We do free consultations, um, free social media audits, um, all the time or we'll just, you know, you just contact us and we'll. Look at your social media and we'll take a look and say, hey, you know, this is probably what your brand should look like. This is and I I like to put it through the lens of of um, of acting class. Right. When you're going into an acting class and they're they're typecasting you because that's just the way it goes. Like, you know, you have a type. So let's lean into it instead of trying to repel it. And so we'll go, okay, this is your art. These are your archetypes. These, this is how people are going to perceive you. This is how you operate normally and naturally. So let's lean into that a little bit more and let's not, you know, let's not shy away from it. Let's go hundred percent all in on that brand, you know? And so that, those, those are the things that we'll figure out in the social media audit, and, you know, basic things on, on how to really improve their, their stuff. Like in a day, like in a day, they'll be able to like take some of these tools and, and really change what they're doing.
1: And so also what are some other things that go wrong when people are approaching social media? What are their mistakes?
0: Other mistakes, not staying brand consistent, uh, being confusing when you're offering too many products uh, confusion on what it is that you are offering uh <laughs> I mean there's there's it's so endless. many there's so endless. many mistakes there's so many mistakes I mean uh, I I would say the big the one of the biggest things is just not getting started you got to get in there and you just got to get started and get some you know and get some mentorship from somebody that already knows so you don't have to like waste time banging your head against the wall you know they can save you years. It might cost you money at the front, I mean, obviously, but if it's going to save you years and it can potentially get you, you know, exponential growth, then why not make that investment?
1: Right. Any last parting words of advice to our listeners today on how they could better succeed with social?
0: I'll tell you what I heard in a public speaking seminar and the public speaker was talking to other public speakers. And he said, don't allow your hangups and your imposter syndrome to prevent you from telling your story and your message, because people are going to receive it from you in a way that they're not going to receive it from somebody else. So me and you can have the same exact words, like the same exact words and perform it. And one side will be able to resonate with me. And then a whole nother side won't even get it. And then when you say it, they get it, you know? So don't deprive the world of your message because of your own hangups. And that's an
1: easy thing to have happen. I mean, I don't think I've met many entrepreneurs or successful business individuals, actors aside, <laughs> but I think actors even themselves have this where imposter syndrome is a real thing. It, it hits everyone and it's just part of being human in general i think and it's it's easy to not think that your message is valid it's not that you actually are better than the other people around you and and it's a hard thing for a lot of people to combat how do you suggest people kind of step in and embrace and and get over that hurdle
0: If you've never taken, if you've never taken an improv class, I highly recommend taking an improv class. It will make you fearless because once you get past yourself and you focus on the message and you focus on how you're helping rather than what is it, you know, oh, it's about me. It's about me. It's not really like nobody, nobody cares that much. You know, they're more focused on your, your messaging and improv will just, beat it out of you <laughs> like improv, like you will fail at improv. And in that process of failing, you'll become irreverent. And once you become irreverent, then you can operate. You can be creative when you're irreverent. But if you're judging yourself before, before that process, it's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard to get out of your own way. Cause you're, you're trying to critique yourself during the process when it shouldn't, that that shouldn't be the time you're critiquing It should be after the fact you know, and being okay with, you know, sucking at the beginning. Like, it's not gonna be great and that's okay. It's just not gonna be great and that's fine.
1: I think it also, and I completely support you on the, in improv, but I think also it's figuring out your why. Like, why are you doing something? And so that you can actually focus on that message instead of focusing on you yourself. And if you have at least enough faith in the fact that you've created a message that is going to help someone out there, whoever it might be, Mm. you're going to be able to share that message, even if you do so stumbling and stuttering and saying the wrong words sometimes and looking like a total asshole on occasion because you don't have everything dialed in and you're not perfect and it's easier at that point because you can use that as your crutch instead of trying to find it in your inner essence yourself.
0: You're preaching to the preacher.
1: I could talk to you for a very long time, but thank you for sharing your time with us today and your thank insights you for you. and all things social and how to be successful.
0: Thanks. Yeah, you're really good at this. Obviously, 300 something episodes.
1: You know, I, if Malcolm Gladwell says you have to do something 10,000 times. So I have a little ways to go still, but thank you. And I too have imposter syndrome quite often that I have to get over.
0: Yeah. So it beautiful. hits everyone.
1: For sure. And to all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Marking Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. And if you have any interest in how you can get some really cool content for your social, Hollywood Brandon, my agency, is the one you should reach out to to chat because we can help you amp up that content with cool things from movies and TV show product placement to celebrity partnerships and influencers, Getting other people's content is a really easy way to make content for yourself happen. And it's really cool content that gets some sparkly attention. So reach out and until our next episode, have a great one.